Welcome to Infandelity. One day, a former jock married a self-proclaimed nerd, and slowly she introduced him to the path of nerdum enlightenment. Here, we will discuss pop culture media and fandoms that we share and some that we don't. It's all fun and games until your spouse finishes a show without you. <laughs> Period. <laughs> all right. So, first episode. Yep. Yeah. Do we introduce ourselves? They gonna know us, but we can. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm the self-proclaimed nerd, Symphony. I'm Jock Brent. <laughs> I'm the Jock. <laughs> you sure sound like it, too. <laughs> um, but yeah, we just wanted to kind of chat about some of our feelings about some shows and movies and whatever that we've been watching and just like our feelings about it especially as like black people and a black couple and just you know watching tv together um or separate because sometimes (laughs) our uh our interests don't align but, you know, I don't know, maybe Brent will convince me to watch something that he's watched and loved, and I'll convince him to watch stuff that I've watched and loved, and we can see, like, if he'll get the same enjoyment out of it, or if I'll get the same enjoyment out of it or not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, like, where we're coming from. Um, I guess, like... I don't know. I would say, <laughs> I would, I would say like, what fandoms or what hives are you in? <laughs> I don't even listen. You had to break that down to me already. Okay, so like, I don't know. A fandom is just like a group that supports a certain show or certain themes or movies or characters, and yeah. then I don't know. It gets really deep, like. <sighs> It's like when you really become like almost emotionally invested. Yes, and then there's just like, you know, people write fanfics when stuff doesn't end up how they want it to end up. Um or yeah, it's just like what or what shows or movies or characters that you like really like. Shows? I I mean, y'all got me on that, but I really love Pose. Yeah. Um I'm really ready for them to come out with another season. Like, it was really good. I binged it, like, the first and second season. And I was like, God, how did I miss out on this this whole time? Mm-hmm. So I'm really big. I follow some of the some of the people on the show, like, just to kind of see what they're up to, what, you know, if there's any type of hints, if they're, if they're recording right now or filming, <laughs> none of them are. <laughs> they chilling in the comfort of their own homes. So, um... Yeah, that I really love Snowfall. Okay. Um I don't know. I, I guess I like just the the environment of it. It's in LA, you know, it's around the crack era, so you know, it's pretty much a young boy trying to do what he can to provide for his family and get some of his on his own. But um 
you know, and it's just it has that whole game. It's it's really much like um, what's that movie I got you to watch that you didn't like? Uh, like a, it was the black woman. Not Boys in the Hood. Not bo- Dead President? No, nah, it's similar to Boys in the Hood, but the other one with Kane. No, Kane. <laughs> What's the name of that, that movie? It's not Dead President? No, it's not Dead President. Dead President's got um, uh, Chris Tucker in it. Oh. Um... Shout out on movie, but it's it's kind of like Boys in the Hood around that era of time. So the one is, that was like extremely violent. Yeah, yeah which I ain't remember. I remember watching the movie, but I don't remember the name. We are gonna feel so stupid once. Mm-hmm. I'm about to find it once we remember. Minister Society. Yeah, I was gonna remember it. Or yeah. I'll look it up. We're under the two. I typed in Kane Jada Pinkett. <laughs> That's the first thing that came up. But yeah, it's it's similar to like that. So, um, and of course Game of Thrones. We were heavily invested in that. Yeah. That's um, a shared fandom. Right. Um, and Lovecraft Country. That's Those are the main ones that's coming to my head right now. Yeah. Um, For me, I'm more of a... I like trash. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just really into just, like, super lighthearted, corny rom-com type of things but I also like sci-fi as well um those are like my two favorite genres um I just finished uh Avatar and Legend of Korra and that was like my first I don't say my first anime because it's not technically an anime but it's just done in the style of anime Mm -hmm. but um like my first cartoon as an adult that I've watched, um, I tried to watch Steven Universe and I'm gonna go back and watch it again, but Steven is just kind of, it's a little too childish for me, even though I know the themes are like kind of ageless. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's a new fandom that I'm kind of in. And then, um, my favorite like Netflix fandoms are Elite and Sense8, oh my God, Sense8. I stand that show so hard and I'm so upset that it got canceled early, but it literally had everything that you would ever want in a show. Um, it had, of course, like your romantic elements. It had your sci-fi elements, it had your action elements. Um, it was amazing. Diverse cast, um, of course, diverse, you know, sexualities and, and gender identities. And it was just like, covered the complete spectrum of like uh visibility and representation that you would want in a show mm-hmm. um an elite i love my high school dramas is that I, how you say it i've been saying elite the whole time you i mean i funny. think no i it's in spanish and it has like an accent oh i never it. noticed that <laughs> so i think it's pronounced elite but i didn't take spanish so <laughs> i don't know for sure but um that is my show like I love teen dramas and that one is like top tier just like the writing the actors like everything is very well done um and I have a lot of feelings about that show but we'll get into those later I just thought Um, of a few more that we forgot um, we forgot Stranger Things yes and also yes those are like our shared ones. We're kind of yeah. talking about our... Oh, all right. Separate ones? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. 
And um, so, yeah, those two are my favorite. And then, of course, like, movie-wise, I love the MCU. Um, Mm. I'm a Spidey Shell fan. I'm in that fandom heavy. And um, Thor, he's my favorite. And I'm trying to think of what else, like, movie fandoms. Just anything like MCU, Marvel, X-Men. Wolverine. Yeah, that's how I do it. Yeah. Yeah. We cried at Logan. At least I did. Um, (laughs) It was so hurtful. Um, I'm trying to think of like other movies. I mean, Jurassic Park, but that's Mm -hmm. kind of like a shared Shared, one. Um, Harry Potter for you. Yeah. Harry Potter. Like I said, I'm a self-proclaimed nerd, so you automatically know that means Harry Potter. <laughs> I'm trying to get. I'm still trying to finish. I, yeah. I'm stuck on one. I can't get past one. Every time I try to watch it, I fall yeah. asleep. But maybe we'll get him to finish the movies um, through the podcast, and then yeah. see what I think. Yeah. My movie, I would say, of course, is Back to the Future. That's, yes. And today is Back to the Future Day. But yeah, that's that's my main one. I would say for sure. Yeah. I'm trying to think, is there any other, like, movies? Like, oh, To All the Boys. Um, I love that. Mostly as a book series, but I love the movies, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, but, I mean, I've pretty much watched most, like, of the YA dramas on Netflix. And who? YA, that's short for young adult. Oh, okay. Uh, which is basically, like, teenagers. Yeah. Um... So, like, your Riverdale, stuff like that. Um, But it also bothers me because I'm, like, a grown-ass woman invested in these, like, people who are playing teenagers. But at the same time, they're, like, in real life, they're my same age. Um, But I don't know. I just find it really weird that we have to watch shows about kids instead of watching, like, them doing kind of adult things when they could just be, like, in college. Um, And I'm trying to think of a show. Gossip Girl, so that's something I'm going back to. When I was in college, I don't know what I was doing. I was doing the most, (laughs) and I didn't have cable. So I was, like, not watching TV. And so um, the past year, I've been kind of, watching shows that were out when I was in college and oh my god speaking of another fandom that I'm a part of that's old is the Vampire Diaries spent like three months three or four months watching the entire series plus the spinoff yes I'm very into that heavy Um, I'm actually thinking about rewatching it but I don't know I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna watch some stuff that's new (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I just loved it so much. That was a really good series. I know a lot of people hated like how it ended, but for them to have like eight episodes, eight seasons, and like an average of twenty episodes every season, uh, they kept me entertained, which I was shocked. Um, how many seasons you said it was? It's eight, I think. How long I the know. episodes? Like hours? Like forty minutes, because oh, okay. it was on TV. Okay, so. It's 40 minutes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was... Ugh. I just love, like, the underlying themes of the show. Like, it was not what I expected at all. Um, and we'll have an episode where I talk about that, too. Hopefully yeah. get some other well, TBD fans on. 
Obviously, you should watch Nip Tuck, but you don't think it's crazy. Oh, no. I, I mean, I do. So, yeah. So, obviously, there's a lot of stuff that, like, we've watched separately. Oh, Dexter. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I really want to, like, catch up on it. Like, Especially since it's coming back. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. coming out 2021, so I got some time. Okay, yeah. No, you definitely got to rewatch. I'm probably going to rewatch it with you. Okay. Uh, Dexter fan. Love it. That was probably the one, that was the first show. First of all, that's the first show I ever watched on Netflix. And this was back when Netflix had the DVDs. And when the Ooh. third season came out, I had to order the DVD of the third season. <laughs> that's serious. It was so serious. This is in 2010, I remember, because it was my in my first apartment. Um, and I had to order a DVD from Netflix so I could watch the third season. Um, oh my God, that's so crazy that Netflix used to send DVDs. Right. I totally forgot about that. I didn't know they stopped. I didn't know they stopped. Um, I thought they kept, kept doing them. I remember it was one time I watched something. It was like, it's only in DVD. I'm like... What does that mean? Right. No, that means you got to buy this shit now. Right. <laughs> but yeah, that was the first show that I ever watched. Um, and I didn't watch it on time. Like I said, I started it on Netflix. And I watched season one and season two. And then I had to order season three. And I think by the time I finished season three, I was like on you know, on track with the actual, when it was viewing. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, that was the first show I watched from start to finish. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of where we're coming from. And like we said, our shared fandoms that we're in, Game of Thrones. I was, I think that's kind of where Brent really started to get into nerdum. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That was his first time, like, really diving into, like, just loving some fantasy shit and, like, being hella invested in, like, repping families Mm -hmm. and houses and, you know, getting paraphernalia. You cried? Yes. What did you cry? When Arya killed the Night King. That was the... I cried. I don't care. What? It was just shocking. Like, my eyes just watered the fuck up. I was like, bro, she bad, bro. She cold. No, for real. Arya, wow. What amazing show. Um, yeah, until I the very end. Right. I used to always, I didn't say judge people. I'm like, bro, why well, I'm not watching this show, bro? They got them. I feel like that's how everybody started. Bro, they got them dragons and all that. I ain't finna watch all that. But then you start watching it and just the first episode, you just get hooked. Like, no, I think it takes a little bit longer than my first episode. When I found out about Cersei and uh, oh, yeah, Jamie, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Mm, hold on, this is going to get a little interessante. Yeah. So, no. So, my issue is, yeah. and it'll be a joke, I'm sure, but, like, I always watch things halfway. Like, I'm always multitasking when I watch things. Yep. So, I think the first time that I tried to watch Game of Thrones. I was multitasking and I was not paying attention to what was happening. And then I think me and Brent decided that we were going to watch it together. And so I was actually paying attention. And then they pushed my baby Brent out the window. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, right. what the fuck? So yes, no. Um, Game of Thrones is definitely something that got Brent into like being a nerd and buying paraphernalia mm-hmm. and merch and like you said repping houses yeah it yeah. was crazy but it was fun to share that we went to trivia yeah we almost won we did <laughs> they we weren't even good us. like i mean people have read the books i i tried to read the first book um in 2016 
And it was exactly like the show, literally like sentence for sentence at some points. And I was like, I can't do this. I can't do it right. But I'm 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 gonna try and read the books again. Um, they they do say it's like some details that they do leave out from the on the yeah. show. Yeah, and it so. did and it and it deviates, um, especially because the books aren't over. Yeah, um, supposedly because it's taking forever. Right, I was just listening to something about them saying fuck him. <laughs> oh, Ray hates him. Uh, <laughs> Ray can't stand him. What else do we watch together? Yeah, Stranger Things. Definitely, I think we got into that show together. That's one show that we watched together. So, like, these shows that we're talking about now are shows that we watch together. Like, nobody can watch an episode without the other person. If you do, like, it's very treacherous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I haven't done that. Not not for none of them. Yeah. I took off on you on P-Valley, but... Yeah, we'll get there. Um, yes, so Stranger Things, love those kids, can't wait for season four, if it even is, like, filmed already. I thought they did, like, a little small promo. I think they did, Around 4th of July again, and we all thought it was, like, about to come out or something, but it was just, like, we here. I don't fucking know. But, uh, yes, love Stranger Things, love Erica, love Eleven. Yeah. Love, what's that, is his name Dylan? Yeah, I think it is Dylan. Yes. Will, Mike. All of them. What's Caleb's character name? Why am I calling him Caleb? I'm the only, that's the only one I know. <laughs> His real name. Yeah, I mean, I we know the other really real... we like, yes. <laughs> yes, we thought Caleb McLaughlin was the one named Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> He looked like Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> we shit. Oh my god, we really did. For like the whole first season. Oh, 100%. Until we looked it up. We're like, oh, <laughs> he ain't Bobby Brown? <laughs> uh, who does he play? Uh, What's his name? Lucas. Lucas, yes. <laughs> and um, Money Mike, which I already talked about. And um, oh my god, it really kills me when. It was one summer, maybe it was 2018. This is just like a, a strange aside, but this is like being in fandoms and like seeing shit that people come up with on Twitter. Yeah. Um, and there was this picture of what's that child's name? Wolf. What's his real name? Don't get me going. Oh my God. Who? Wolf who? Money Mike. Oh. Uh, anyway, that child had a picture. And baby, they deep fried that picture. I know you seen the meme. <laughs> they deep fried that picture, and then they would be like making jokes, like puns about the picture. Like she left me, and now it's Stranger Things. Like I don't know. And that was just obviously that's a stupid example, and it's not funny. But the ones that were on Twitter were funny. Oh my god! I can't. And they just kept, and they would like fry the picture. Like they were heavily saturated. Like. <laughs> more and more and more and because he looked like one of them little hood boys but he wasn't he was like he wasn't being hood it was just the pose actually i think was he flicking out the camera finn that's his name finn finn okay finn wolfhard okay. that's his real name um but that era on twitter yeah. that was funny and it lasted for like a few months um okay what else do we watch together um, we watched, do you want to go, I mean, Black Mirror. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I feel like we started that separate. 
Yeah. And then we started watching it. And then we started watching it together. Yeah. And then, oh my God, did you do like, I watched the first episode because of the way that they have it set up. So I watched like the last episode first. Yeah. On the first season. I was everywhere. Oh. I didn't necessarily watch it in order because it, you didn't it didn't have to. Yeah, it was like the first it was like the first season. Yeah, I watched it in like a really strange order, and I was wondering if I was the only person who did that. Yeah. Um. What else did we watch? American Horror Story. Oh my god! <laughs> American Horror Story. How could I forget? Right. Uh, you actually oh went there goodness. when you went to um, Louisiana. Yes, I did. I went to the Coven House. New Orleans. That's good. I'm like, are we still recording? Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, yes. Yeah, so we, I'm trying to figure out how we started. Cause I know we didn't start when the show first came out. We started, I think at Coven and then we went back Yeah. and we watched, uh, Murder House and Asylum. Um, and we like binge, I think Asylum was like one of the first well, probably both of them, but both definitely them, Asylum, sure. we watched them one day. And I yeah. had a bad dream afterwards. <laughs> we really did. Um, that Damn, season was that. crazy. Oh, my God. It was a hot mess. But, yes, we love American Horror Story. We did not watch 1984. I don't know why. It just hit different. <laughs> yeah. It just didn't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe because... Um, Baby girl wasn't in it. Sarah Paulson. (laughs) So we were just not feeling it. I watched like the first two episodes, I think. Um, But then it didn't work out. Um, And I'm trying to think of like if that, I think that's the first season that we didn't finish. We watched because Apocalypse was before that. Yeah. 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 And we watched Apocalypse, which Apocalypse obviously was a combination of the first uh, Murder House, Coven. I think it was just Murder House and Coven and Hotel. Right. Um, but yes, we love American Horror Story because we love horror movies. Well, Brent loves horror movies and I tolerate them. <laughs> <laughs> I like slasher films, uh, but I do not like so demo- Yes, I do not like paranormal demonic, yeah. and demonic films because I believe in those things. And so... And see, that's what scares me. I'm not I'm necessarily not. scared of a slasher. But that's what I'm saying. I'm not scared of a slasher because I know that it can't happen to me necessarily versus being visited by a paranormal entity. I mean, you have, yeah. like, no control. You can't run away from that. You can't at all. That <laughs> motherfucker can go right with you. Exactly. Oh, where, where you going? <laughs> where we going? Exactly, exactly. So, no, I just, I had to retire um, from Paranormal. Yes, I would say Brent, that's another fandom you're in, the, the James Wan universe. Yes, I am. Ooh, I'm Jesus. truly and heavily invested. Heavily. I, I can't, Not I can't me. stop. I tapped out. I, I had to tap out. I that's dropped. what actually scares me, so that's why I like seeing it. Yeah, he's a creepy, creepy person. <laughs> I, um... Not as creepy as Ari Aster, though. That man, he's stuck in the head. Wait, what did, what did he do? He did Hereditary. Oh, yeah. And um, yep. the strange thing about the Johnsons. Yeah, he has a weird mind. Yes, he does. 
But he doesn't... Well, Hereditary was demonic, but I didn't know it was. Otherwise, I wouldn't have watched it. Bro, Hereditary? <laughs> Ryder's got chills just thinking about that fucking movie. Oh we'll, have a, we'll have a horror movie episode. Um, but yes, we're horror fans. Like I said, Brent is. I tolerate it. Um, yes, I have a very specific subset of horror that I'm going to watch. Uh, but yeah, do you want to talk about like new TV that we've watched? Yeah. Well, recently we have completed Love Lovecraft Country mm-hmm. um, and Pea Valley. So as black people, we are super stoked to like have content that, you know, obviously where we're very well represented and um, have different types of characters and... Just shows that, like, like you don't realize how much American media lacks people of color in in a non-monolithic way until you get shows and TV and movies that represent people of color in a non-monolithic way. Right. So, I think, like, we're in a really good space right now as far as media is concerned. Of course, we have, like... We have light years to go of where I feel like we should be. Like I said, like, can we please stop making YA dramas about high schoolers and make them about kids in college? <laughs> uh, speaking of, another show that I like that I need to get, catch up on is Blackish. And I know that it's problematic, but I love that they're in college and I love the representation that's also in that show um, outside of, of course, it's problematic. How is it problematic? I didn't know that. Because um, all of the black people are lighter or like brown paper bag. <laughs> um, like they hardly have any dark, dark skin. skin. Yeah, oh, yeah, dark skin characters on there. Hmm. Um, but yes, what were we talking about? Yeah, so basically, of course, there there are, there are lots of improvements that need to be made in American media as far as representation of black people. But it has been you know, a new renaissance in that within the last couple of years. So, um, like we said, we recently watched Lovecraft Country and Pea Valley. So that's what we're going to talk about. Um, what do you want to start with? Pea Valley? <laughs> the paint. <laughs> I always do this. I always ask, what do you want to do? And then I answer. <laughs> <laughs> that happens all the time. So what do you want to do? Yeah. Okay. I feel like Lovecraft Country is... Yeah, it's going to take longer. Yes, a lot. Just a little bit longer. Uh, P-Valley, what were your initial thoughts? I didn't know what I was going to get out of it. Like, I kept seeing it all over Twitter. It kept Mm -hmm. trending, and I kept seeing different things from it. It's just like The Office. I'm like, okay, what is this? What is this? Let me get into this. Then once your dad said, you got to, we got to watch it, I was like, all right. And then even... I don't know why my dad was the... (laughs) And then, but like, okay. even, even with Cliff, too, like, when oh, I yeah, told Cliff yeah, yeah. about, like, hey, bro, we, we want to see this, and then whatever, but, um, yeah, and once he got invested in it, he started saying, bro, you got to watch this show. I didn't know this show was going to be good. I think he liked it more because there's women in there <laughs> naked, stripping. Yeah. But, and we all in quarantine, and he been for it. But, um, no, he loved the show. He got invested into the characters. Uh-huh. And then, so I'm like, all right, we got to watch it. And so, yeah, we started watching it. and Yeah. 
So we initially started watching it together, but like I'm very, I don't know. I don't want to say critical, which is bad, but like I'm just like, I get tired of black people playing down bad characters and like, you know, just poor, you know, I just like, I don't know. That's not all black people. And so I'm just like, is this another Tyler Perry production? (laughs) And honestly, it could have been. Like, I was thinking about it today, like, what we are going to talk about, and I'm just like, honestly, it low-key is, like, an explicit Tyler Perry production. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do feel like, I don't know. Did you say your opinions? You were just, like, you were just interested in it, right? Like, our dad texted us. Um, well, my dad texted us and was just like, y'all need to watch this. Of course, I have been seeing different things about it on the show. You know what really got me to watch it? And this is really bad, but I kind of don't care. But uh, Shannon Thornton selfies. I was like, oh, my God, this girl is so pretty. Like, <laughs> Who is Shannon Thornton? Mississippi. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And like her, sippy, her selfies really blew up on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And like everybody was sharing them. And I was like. I need to watch this show just because this girl is so beautiful. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. Um, my first initial thought, like you said, like I really didn't know where it was gonna go. I think that was one of your main mm-hmm. things too. Like mm-hmm. I remember when I, I think you went to go somewhere and I kept on watching it, like the first episode, and you came back and you was like, "So did it seem like it was going anywhere? Right? Or... Like what was moving the plot? What's right. making me want to watch the next episode? Yeah, and I I didn't really get nothing from that outside of there were women stripping mm-hmm. like that there was I didn't see like where it was going to go like what kind of a storyline it was going to be I had no idea so I was just as lost too after the first episode I didn't know where it was going to go and then yeah it just started to develop like you start getting extra characters in you start seeing the um the the uh the the uh the dude who works for the mayor of the city, mm-hmm. the black dude or whatever, mm-hmm. who that's his uh, godfather, mm-hmm. who put god him through, daddy. his god daddy who put him through Morehouse, uh, <laughs> and I didn't know this was filmed in Atlanta too until like after. Of course, the fact. everything's filmed in Atlanta. Yeah, but when um, it filmed at Tyler Perry Studios, hell, I wouldn't doubt it. He probably was in there giving some pointers in the background. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like I said, you started seeing him and then what his job was and. Him getting with the uh, with Autumn, and so things just started to develop, and you started mm-hmm. to become a little more interested. Like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. oh, he's married. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So you just start to find Messy. right. You just find extra little things that drag you along into it, and then like you said, you kind of fall in love with characters too. Like characters are just well, not fall in love, but the characters you get are invested. Yeah, you just get invested in it. Yeah, I um, yes. Yeah, so that was my thing. On um, the other thing about P Valley was just. I feel like they dragged the hell out of that Mississippi accent. And I mean, if you're from Mississippi and that's how y'all talk, then my bad. But honestly, I have, like, I'm from the Midwest. Um, I've lived pretty much all over the country. Not all over the country, but in, like, the main parts of the country. And so, um, but the Southern accent, like, when I moved to Atlanta, I was just like, what the fuck are y'all saying? (laughs) Like... The Atlanta accent was hard for me to grasp. Grasp. So hearing that Mississippi, what they were doing, I was like, oh my goodness. It it was just, it was rough for me. 
See, I've been down here all my life, so I live. Yeah. I'm from Augusta. They real country. Even how I said Augusta country. Right. But it's just like I it wasn't that hard for me just because I'm used to them southern, deep southern accents. I think the first time I I, I heard like the first episode, I'm like, okay, they do I think they exaggerate this yeah. a little too much. It, I don't think they that deep. Yeah. Like, but at the same time, I can understand what they're saying. But you was like, listen, I need some subtitles. I need a <laughs> subtitle so bad. Because they would talk so fast, too. Yeah. Like, Uncle Clifford and... Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, Come baby. on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smell like baby milk or whatever he said. I don't know. Between Uncle Clifford and um, Mercedes. Oh, yeah. Whoo. Deep. I was like, what are y'all saying? But after I got over that initial part, and it was so funny because I think I watched... So Brent finished the show, and he was like, you got to finish it. Like, it's it's actually good. It's better than you thought. Mm-hmm. And I want to be this character for Halloween. And I was like, oh, my <laughs> God. I got to figure out <laughs> now what's going on. So um, I binged the show, and I think I got to, like, episode seven, and um, realized I could turn the subtitles on. And I was like, I didn't watch damn near the whole show. Right. You but yeah, I think that overall how I felt about it was, um, like I said, I feel like it was a Tyler Perry show. <laughs> it was very like dramatic, the issues. But it was also interesting um, how the character is like progressed throughout the season and kind of like trying to see like if they would get caught or basically the whole plot was to I don't know I mean if you haven't watched the show spoiler alert but like if they would be able to keep the building um and so and then some of the um strippers were like scamming and then um or them trying to retire um or them trying to be put on Mm -hmm. so I think you know in their relationships like I think after you know, the first two or three episodes, like, they, it really started to progress into um, something that, you know, keeps you interested, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I interested? Why am I, why would I continue to be invested in this if it's just, like, your normal, everyday, like, down bad shit? But it was actually pretty interesting. And I liked how it kind of, you know, it kind of talked about gentrification mm-hmm. um, with the, oh, my God, that white family, <laughs> those right. brothers, what the hell? They were a hot ass mess. Oh my goodness. But I was actually like, it was, I think that was the part where I was interested because when Uncle Clifford went to go talk to, what was that child's name? K- Colton? Somewhere to see. Colby. I don't remember what the fuck his name was. <laughs> I don't know her name. It was, it, it's a Disney Channel, it's an actor on Disney Channel's name. And I can, Corbin. Corbin. Corbin Blue. You went now. <laughs> Blue. That's what I thought. Of. You know who Corbin Blue is? Yeah. Yeah. I thought of him when his name was Corbin. Okay. Um, but yeah, when he was like, oh yeah, you don't want nobody to tell, you know, nobody to find out that you actually black. And then he told him, put his hat on and stay out the sun. I was screaming. <laughs> oh, I was so upset. I was like, oh my God, this is not what I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, so that curl in his hair after that. Right. Like, I was like, oh, like, I guess. Right. I guess it kind of is. Right. You got a little curl in there. <laughs> or let them little naps grow out a little bit. <laughs> um, but yes, that was funny. So, yeah, I think um, after, over time, like, it has some interesting concepts. Like I said, like gentrification, uh, family dynamics. Chuck Alisa, that. 
That even sound wild right. a wild city. Country right. name. Chakalisa. Right. But you know, living in the south, like especially coming from up north or the west, like living in the south, you hear some crazy ass names of towns. Yeah, you do. So that was like not out of the ordinary <laughs> at all. Like that could definitely be a place if it's not already. Right. Um and then too, like I visit family that live in Mississippi, um, or live close to the Mississippi River and there's literally nothing but like the casino and mm. the like in the right. river and like that's where they work and like have their livelihood. So actually, you know, visiting that part of the country like I was like I, I kind of understood the location if you can say that yeah um but I didn't understand those accents I visited that family like that side of my family like twice before um and I, they may be country I don't know but I don't I don't think that they are but they could be right. <laughs> um yeah, them fam, that family toxicity yes that was a mess that was a whole mess and I didn't, I mean, I liked it, but I didn't at the same time. Like I said, sometimes I want to see just positive relationships amongst black people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we don't always have that in television. Right. Um, but yeah, it definitely was a crazy ass storyline for sure. But it's also just like, what if her mom was supportive of her being a stripper and, mm-hmm. you know, and helped her instead of like doing the complete fucking opposite. <laughs> the most opposite. Right. While supposedly being in the church. Right. Because you also don't see that. Like you also don't see parents being supportive of their children in sex work. And there right. are parents who there are parents who are. But you know, people always say, "Oh, she must be a stripper because she got." mommy and daddy issues when that may not be the case they right. may just want some money on the side right this good money they like dancing they're confident they're friendly um so you never know so i would love would have loved to see like that type of dynamic right uh within like instead you know we got mississippi in an abusive relationship with a white man bruh that I think when I found out he was white, I was like, oh. It was no. just really, like, it just really. It it not only was he d- abusive, he was an abusive white man. And then he was racist. Oh, <laughs> it was oh. just, like, the levels of trash. <laughs> the levels of trash. <laughs> what the fuck? All this behind a white man. I just, Mm-mm. it was just not even. So, yeah, it was just like, you know. We got Mississippi and this crazy ass relationship, uh, Mercedes and that crazy ass relationship with her mom, Autumn escaping a crazy ass relationship. And I never knew what the fuck was gonna come out of her character because, like, them, Autumn, them, yeah, them flashbacks yeah, she always it was ne- having. It didn't make sense at all. I didn't know where that was going until the very end. Right, literally to like the. What, and like, they're like, "Oh no, homegirl's an accountant." What? <laughs> Right, yeah. So, so, yeah. Oh, fun fact! I had looked up Autumn's character or actress who oh, played yeah. Anna. I don't know why. I think I guess maybe she would look familiar to me. She was in Harry Potter. Yeah, I remember you said that. I was, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? She was the wa- the waitress in um, either Half Blood Prince or um, Deathly Hollows, like Part One or something like that. 
But yeah, she was in Harry Potter. And I was like, is that how she's familiar to me? Because as a bad Harry Potter fan, I'm really the worst Harry Potter fan. I haven't watched those movies as much as some of the other ones, especially like the later, you know, towards the end of the series. So I was like, why would I remember her? But apparently I did. Uh, But that, yeah, that was interesting. So it's also very interesting to me, like watching British people play Americans. That's always very interesting to me. Because they either, they're either convincing or they're not. Um, and I, I was convinced. I think she did a good job. Um, but everybody dragged their accent. So, like, it was okay for her to drag her accent. Right. It was bad and she gets, she, it slid on the table. Right, that. right. Because everybody's accents were bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, we have, like, our ships. You know what a ship is? You said it, right? Yeah. I explained to him ships um, before we started. And a ship is just basically two characters that you oh, yeah. want to end up in a relationship. Or they could be in a relationship, but they aren't. Or they have one, they broke up, whatever. It's just ships. And there are like romantic relationships or friend relationships. Um, but. Yes. I just got into shipping and all of that stuff recently as well. With what? With watching what? Um, The Vampire Diaries, I think. Okay. Or Riverdale. Okay. One of of the other. That's what introduced me to the term shipping. So it was fairly recent. Okay. Uh, But yes, the ships on... And I I also think it's funny that we're going to talk about like fandom language in terms of a black show because I really don't see black people using <laughs> these terms <laughs> when they're reviewing um black television but yes i think that would be really funny yeah so yeah the ships um of course diamond and mississippi yeah uh we obviously all want them to be together but she might have fucked that up bruh when Okay, I don't know why the whole time I was like, okay, it's going to come to a point where Diamond is going to run into her boyfriend. There's going to be a time and then yeah. Diamond going to whoop his ass. Yeah. Like, I already knew. Bruh. We didn't know what kind of army, karate, what? former marine. White boy was tossing him right back. I was like, hold on. He found a fucking Diamond up right now in this bathroom. Yeah, that was, ooh, that was scary. Because we really thought Diamond was going to lose. Right. He got close. It got really close, but yeah, you you definitely want to see them together. Um, he gave him he gave her the uh, necklace he got from his dying comrade in the uh, military. Yeah. So it's like, damn, you got you got a charm now. Yeah. He might have snatched that back like Ti did. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that chain back. Oh my god, I'm gonna say something really controversial, but not really. What? I ship Autumn and Mercedes. I say it's controversial, but not really, because obviously they have a friendship. Mm-hmm. But I don't know; it might be a little bit something more than. Yeah, it's controversial. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't be mad. Yeah, that would be cool. I wouldn't be mad either, hell, actually. Because <clears throat> I like, don't ship Autumn with that fucking attorney. That's for sure. Oh, yeah, hell and no. I feel like they tried to force that at the end. When he let her yeah, buy the property, they did. They they didn't really need that angle. I'm like, mm, I don't like him. They could have had him being more upset about it. For me, yeah. 
But. I, I don't like him at all. And it could be because he's cheating on his wife. But it's not even that. I don't know. He just seems kind of bitch made. Yeah. And he's a. That's going to be controversial. What? You saw that Iota ta- uh, brand on his arm? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> so I thought, I, oh. I saw it and I thought, I'm like, that looked like an eye. Like, it looked like an Iota brand. So I, like, went to Twitter, typed in, oh like, my God. hashtag the, uh, you know, P Valley, and I typed in Iota. And everybody was like, is that an Iota brand? Is he, uh uh-uh, I know he ain't no Iota. So yeah, clearly he's an Iota. He, I don't know from where. Oh, God. But I was like, no disrespect <laughs> my goodness but yes I don't need them um yeah and also of course the ultimate ship on the show is Uncle Uncle Clifford and Lil Murda is that the ultimate? yeah what would you think would be the ultimate? Diamond in Mississippi? yeah no not at the wishy pool I mean yeah not now but Okay, yeah, I guess that's this the only one, only ship existing, I guess. Yeah. No, I mean, barely, because, you know... Oh, well, yeah, damn. Lamarta was acting up a little bit when the executive came. I kind of fucked with the, his manager, though, low-key. Yeah, like, kind Yeah, kind of, like, low-key. He's like, he's like... <laughs> I was saying kind of, low-key. <laughs> he's like... He's problematic in the worst way he's like the nigga that's how niggas say like i don't care that you're gay like but if you want to do it like that i fuck with it bro. like i got no problem with that however keep that shit on the low right so he's still a problematic right not that's what I said, as that. problematic as he could be right you know he don't give a fuck right but still he's gonna uh which, like, he's his manager, so he, you know, he was kind of being real, too, in the fact that, you know, obviously you can't bring your girlfriend, which, oh my god, this might be politically incorrect, but I just really want to, like, Uncle Clifford, I, obviously, she uses the pronouns. Oh, yes. She, yes. she and her, mean. hers. But I don't know, like, sometimes I I feel like she, I don't know. Say it, just say it. <laughs> like, she leans into her masculinity as well. Mm-hmm. So it's very strange. And like, you know, we're all, as cishet people and allies, we are learning, you know, how to properly, um describe people how they want to be described right. and we want to learn but uncle clifford make a hard as fuck <laughs> i mean just off the name uncle clifford i didn't realize they were calling her her until i think mercedes got buck about it at that yeah. point and i was like wait but uncle like <laughs> if should it be auntie or aunt or yeah and i mean sometimes people in uh and I don't even know if Uncle Clifford is trans. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because, like I said, sh- she still presents masculine. Like, she's she reminds me of Saucy Santana. 100%. Like, yeah. she's Saucy. Like, they're twins. Um, but sometimes I feel like Saucy Santana. But then that could be because, because of who he's around that he's okay w- with people saying he 
Because he know he with niggas that's not really right. <laughs> caring about that type of shit. Right. But, like... I think the only thing that makes Uncle Clifford different is the fact that she actually wearing, like, hair and, like... Yeah. Like, every day. Like, yeah. you know, that's, like, just her... But her beard be lined up. Lined up. Crisp. <laughs> like, fresh. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, very interesting character. I love her... Um, I love her character. Mm-hmm. I love that she's the mother figure for the women in the strip club. And um, I love her and Lil Murder. Like, they're very... What's his name? Marcus? DeMarcus? Yeah, DeMarcus. DeMarcus. Yeah. Um, how they, like... I don't know. I feel like... I don't know. It was just so... It's just... It's so funny because it's like... A gay love story, but in like the most hoodest of ways. Yeah. Like he was like, "This song is about you." I was like, "Huh?" <laughs> I said, "Huh?" Oh my god! I was, it's so ghetto, but in the best way. He said, "Not for real." I was like, "Oh, come on, now, man." This is about you, and it's just like, oh, but my like the. The the sap in me was very just like oh my god <laughs> like so I love I, I really yes that's the ultimate ship like we said they're they're really a little rocky but I feel like I hope I don't know because Uncle Clifford that. yeah and Uncle Clifford was like telling him that. Like, we can't be out. We can't be open. And he was the one that was pushing for that's it. That's what I was like, okay, bro, like, right. I would have thought he would have been that one. You know right. what I mean? Just like, trying to keep from his homies or whatever. But he was like, yeah, let's get out of there. I don't care. Right. It and wasn't so, until his his manager said that. that right. he thought, thinking, like, damn, like, I am blowing up right now. Right. Maybe, you know, I'm trying, I'm really trying to, because he was hounding him about playing his damn music, boy. Yeah. That apparently was trash the whole time. <laughs> He's like, I can't dance to this shit. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, so I we we wish them the best and we, I like I said, it's definitely interesting. It also reminds me of Moonlight a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously with the whole like thug that's dealing with his sexuality. But not really like Mur- Lil Murder comes on to Uncle Clifford pretty strong, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, First episode. Right. So I don't think he was really struggling with his sexuality, but obviously it's just not, he's not out. And he's not, um, he, of course, he's not your, like, flamboyant gay male, like he's trade. So nobody's going to suspect him unless they know him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So we'll see what season. <laughs> we'll see what season two has to offer. Um, I'm excited for it. Like I said, even though it's very, you know, kitschy, um, it's still good. And like we said, obviously we're invested in the characters, and I think that's what really pushed the storyline and the underlying content of gentrification, family history, mm-hmm. um, familial drama, and stuff like that. So love. Why can't I talk? Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country. And it is like a tongue twister. It is. Oh, I'm going to miss it, man. And I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I really hope it's another season, but I don't know. Yeah. Oh. 
Lovecraft Country, um, it was, I would say it was revolutionary because I feel like that was hella extra for like a TV show. But I do feel like it was revolutionary in the fact of you never see black folks mm-hmm. in this type of environment. Nope. Um, and even though, like I said, I don't like black shows that are about black pain, black pain and black struggle. Right. Um, something about this show, and it could have been the supernatural sci-fi horror aspect of doing it differently, really engaged me um, and penetrated me in a way that normally, you know, period pieces, like I hate period pieces. Yeah. There's this new Tessa Thompson like romance movie that I saw on Twitter coming out and it's a, and it was like 50s or 60s and I was just like, oh my God. Yeah, I don't like them either. Um, but something about this was very different, uh, and it was exciting. Like, it was really, really exciting. Uh, the things that I loved about Lovecraft Country overall, outside of obviously having black people, black people be able to touch different genres, um, was the educational aspect of it. Um, my parents did not forced me to learn about my history because they did not want me to be upset and an angry black person and to feel like the color of my skin could stop me from doing whatever I wanted to do. So they really sheltered me from things like that. Um, And I don't blame them for it. I understand it. But at this point in time, um, I do feel like I'm late in learning the things that I'm learning. But I'm also glad that I'm learning them when I'm learning them. Um, And I'm glad that I learned them as an adult because I feel like if I learned them as a child, I would hate everybody. (laughs) So now it's like, you know, now I could be radical and hate everybody as an adult. (laughs) No, but um, definitely like having these shows educate me about things that, because literally like I would have to go back to college in order to learn everything that I missed and I'm not going to do that. having a show like kind of touch on things that actually happen to black people um and show like the horrifics of it um really was crazy in a sense but also just like of course it's it's a double-edged sword like I love the strong black women characters 100% um in this show and I love them period but I also hate that black women are always shown as the strength and, you know, because it becomes a detriment to us at the same time. Right. Why you should not always have to be strong. Right. Like they always, they, people always feel like black women are extraordinary. So when we are in a show being extraordinary, it's amazing and it's great, but it's also like, damn, they really think we fucking magicians and <laughs> can, can save shit. the world. Right. And it's like, but we're also just regular people. Yeah. Um, and so I, like I said, it's it's a double edged sword because I love the 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 women in this show, literally all of them, um, even Christine, but not really, but somewhat. I don't know. <laughs> I have a I have a complicated uh, relationship with Christina, yeah. but for the most part, like I love all the characters. I love Ruby. I love Letty. I love Hippolyta. My Twitter is Hippolyta Stan account. Um, <laughs> Because, wow, like, that, I feel like Hippolyta was a black 
woman character that we hadn't really seen. Yeah. As far as just being a genius. And then it's crazy because then you think about hidden figures and like, these are actually real people like Hippolyta. Mm-hmm. There are real black women like her, yeah. literally. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, damn, was she based on the Hidden Figures women? Um, she was putting them numbers together, boy. Yes. She was making that shit work. Yes. I love that. And I love that she was the one that got to go through the multiverse because she could understand it mm-hmm. um, and understand how it worked. And learn about herself and her own strengths. Yes. And I love that she, you know... Like, black women are multifaceted. I mean, and all women are, but especially black women, you know, we we feel burdens to um, take care of the family and be a family-oriented person. And sometimes we push aside our our strengths and what makes us us as individuals and what makes us happy in order to, you know, sacrifice for the family sometimes. Right. And so, yes, I just love everything about her. So much. Yeah. Um, if I had a blue wig, I would be Hippolyta <laughs> for But I also want to just be cute and Letty's cute. And I mean, but Letty's a bad bitch. I was thinking about... Like fucking Lewis. Yes, like, yes. And I was thinking about, I saw on Twitter recently, the um, scene where they're in the diner. And she's like, we gotta get yeah, this sorry too. <laughs> And I was like, I need to recreate this one. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That reminds me of another praise for Lovecraft Country is the writing. Like, I kept telling Brent, it feels like, it didn't even feel like I was watching this show. Like, it felt like I was watching a real family interact with each other. Like, how they spoke to each other. Like, that's literally how we all talk to each other. And it's crazy. Like, when fucking Tick and Montrose would be arguing, like, damn, I'm like, why you ain't telling me this shit? Like... I was just like, this is crazy. <laughs> like, because it was just like the little stuff in between or like their little facial expressions in between. Right. Like, and I don't know if that was something I was missing, but maybe I was just missing it from black people. Because I even feel like, and it could be the show that the way it's set up and just like it, a mild comparison of like black people and black families having conversation. But like, I feel like even insecure, they don't. The, they don't do that. It's not so seamless. It's so dry and insecure. Though. And I was and I was gonna say it could be because insecure is a comedy. Yeah. And so they're trying to make jokes, um, and get those jokes off. Mm-hmm. Whereas like they're on Lovecraft Country, they're like the way that they interacted was funny because they acted like a real ass family. Right. Yeah. And the I, and the writing was very real, realistic anyway. Um. So I love that. Um. And I loved, so these are just like my favorite episodes, I guess. Um, I loved, of course, Ruby's episode. Um, mm-hmm. Just, I don't know. It was so trippy in so many different ways because you always like, and I want to say you always because not, black people aren't a monolith, but you always think of like, what, what would life be like if I was white? I feel like we all thought that. So right. that's why I was really intrigued on like right. seeing that episode. Right. And then being a white person, but still being a black person right. <laughs> at the same time. And it's and it's kind of funny too because I really identify with that episode being a sometimes just being a black person in majority white spaces, mm-hmm. you have the same interactions because they're only gonna check themselves so much. Right. Um, because they know that they're there. But if it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like they're going to check themselves, but they ain't going to 
so you're not gonna get the whole nigger, but you're gonna get the whisper on the side, mm-hmm. something that you probably shouldn't be talking about in front of a black person, but you still gonna talk about it because it's only one. Right. <laughs> so I think, oh my god, that episode just like so crazy for me, and then just the fucking effects, like. Of, I mean, of all the episodes, but of that episode, when that fucking skin was dripping uh, off, the thing, oh my God, this show dragged every like, oh. gory moment. And hey. I I love gore. That's my favorite type of horror. Like I said, slasher movies, whatever, blood, all of that stuff. And so just, but they, the way they would just settle on it for like... And to the point where you got uncomfortable. Yeah, I was just like, all right. And you didn't even have to sit in it. <laughs> it was like, and it wasn't even over. It was like, okay, I'm uncomfortable, but like, it's okay, y'all still going, all right, all right, we're really doing this. So, and it still be going. And it would still be going even up to that point. So that was so sick. Um, and just really getting her revenge on that fuck ass manager. Mm-hmm. Amazing. With fucking Cardi B. Well, I think. It was Cardi B. Yeah, I was gonna say, was Cardi B playing during that moment? Yeah, the whole yes. time. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, it was. He was like, not the blushes. <laughs> <laughs> Chef's kiss. Oh my God, such amazing choices were made. So shout out to everybody. Did she say something like, "I'm a nigger bitch" or some shit like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They called that other girl that. Cause it's pee. like, how many times have you wanted to put your foot up a racist? Or a bigoted white person's ass. Many a time. It was very cathartic. To this day. <laughs> it was very cathartic. So, yes. And I feel like just critiques, like we've we've had discussions about this show. I've, obviously, like I've like done, done a lot of deep dives. Just trying to see how people felt about it. See if people felt the same way as me. Um, but just general critiques critiques and we as black people we recognize like how the industry works and so obviously everything just happened really fast this season but we know that it happened fast because we didn't know you know they don't know if they would get more seasons because of doing a show like this that has never been done before i mean i'm sure it's hella expensive too that was another reason why um why since it got canceled because it was an amazing show but it was super expensive and i imagine um lovecraft also being very very expensive Mm -hmm. um and so i feel like obviously that's one part of it and then of course the content that they're talking about and then it being the showrunner being a black woman and most of the writers being black women. Right. You know, we know that they're, those are the kind of hindrances. So they really try to make a complete um, show in 10 episodes and we feel like they did, but we know that they could have expanded upon it a lot more. Uh, we talked about every episode being a season in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to find your breakdown of what you said in the group. Right here. I'm trying to find it right <laughs> Yeah, now, I said like, obviously the, the the horror house, the ghost house is a season. That's a season alone. Um, Gia was a season. I actually listened to a review today and they were talking about they didn't need Gia's episode and that kind of messed up the storyline but then but Gia's story was so interesting to me and they went like it could literally could have been a season so much stuff happened in that episode Tick got to Korea 
uh, Gia went to work um, in the hospital. Then she had the friendship. Then she... Um, the you know, right. <laughs> she didn't work at the brothel. She was well, bringing men yeah, back. Right, yeah. Yeah, so back to her house. And then how did she become a Camille? Because her dad raped her. Like, that was so much mm-hmm. in one fucking lot. hour. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was a lot in an hour. Yeah. So that definitely could have been a whole season. Um... The Indiana Jones shit. That shit went by way too quick. And then, of course, a lot of people critique about how the Native American uh, character was done. Um, and oh, yeah. Even Misha Green admitted that she failed that character. And obviously, I feel like if she had more time, then literally that's something that could have went on for a season. Like, them like figuring out the mystery of Titus's um, dungeon. And it's kind of funny, like, I actually would have really enjoyed, because I enjoyed it in the show, if, like, they did all that, like, they had a whole season of them, like, trying to figure out where his dungeon is located, and then, like, the trip there, and then having Hippolyta and Dee having their own excursion during that season, and then, you know, them going through all of the booby traps that they had to get through, only to realize that all they had to do was take the elevator all the way down. That shit, <laughs> shit would have been funny as hell if it was a whole season of that. Right. <laughs> Which it was funny in the show, but they they kind of didn't even like harp on it. They kind of just showed like, this is in her house. And then they just went yeah, on. Right. That's it. But instead, when you think about it, like, yo, they really went through like all that days shit. and days and days of figuring it out. Damn, they died several times. <laughs> right. Drowned. Right. Shit, what was it? They had to jump over something? Remember they yeah. were in the pitch black yeah. and they had to jump over, jump on something. Yeah, it was like a bridge that was... Birds were swinging um, and shit. Or something was swinging. Like an axe. Yeah. And then it was like a bridge that was disappearing as they walked across it. Um, yes, and then Hippolyta, like I said, I'm a Hippolyta stand. Her episodes definitely could have went on for probably two seasons, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, that multiverse is very interesting, and I would love to see more of it. Um, but yeah, so we understand the limitations, um, and we hope that they get a season two. But now, since they did, you know, complete a story in a sense, it's kind of like, what are they going to do season two about? I want them to time travel and kill the plan and kill white people, kill white folks. <laughs> right. Because even though... Um, White people don't have magic anymore. We know that they don't need magic to still be horrific. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that magic just kind of... That specifically affected their family. But everybody else was catching heat just on from the regular degular motherfuckers. Right. So, yeah, I think that would be interesting too. Um, but then, you know, I, obviously we want conflict. Like, I don't want black people to have magic and then all of a sudden, like, shit sweet. Like, there has to be some type of conflict. Because, um, yeah, even on the first, what was the first episode? No. Was the second episode? It killed Fitz. I'm like, damn, I ain't expecting to die so fast. Fitz. <laughs> yeah, he, he always fits to me. That is Fitz. Tony Goldwyn. I don't even know his real name. Tony Goldwyn. That is Fitz. My um, Yeah, when he got off, I'm like, wait, he died so fast. Right. I, I didn't expect that. Right. Um, me and my mom were talking I think before it was it was either after um episode nine before 10 or like before nine and we were like I was like what if I don't know my mom was like I can't believe they killed Tony Goldman off so quick and I was like 
Loki, what if Montrose is Tony Goldwyn? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it could have been. It could have been because he was with them. Because Montrose died, didn't he? Or damn near died or got shot when they first got yeah. to Ardon. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Wow. Right. So I was like, what if he. No. Was, oh my gosh. We saw him go. But yeah. But yeah, that. Even part. Montrose. Fucking oh his character oh my god there was so much it was so fucking much like there were so see, many layers like you could literally like first of all like even from the very beginning I'm like yo why is he a dick like he's just such an asshole mm-hmm. like, even from the very beginning like mm-hmm. when um the uncle was still alive with his daddy mm-hmm. his real daddy uncle George uncle George is still alive like I don't know why is he so like just rude to him and then you start seeing like his how his character started to develop. Became more rude and more hostile in the way he talked. Then you start to see his character who he who he was interested in. You saw that unfold. Then mm-hmm. you went like you said, we went back to nineteen twenty one. We saw his how trauma, his, right? His trauma. We saw what his dad was was beating him and putting him through just because of just different shit. You know, so it's you just saw how he ended up being that way. It was almost mm-hmm. a full circle with him, mm-hmm. and it was just like shit. Yeah. He really was just traumatized, and it really fucked up his entire life mm-hmm. and the way that how he treated other people, and more so his his son. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, that was a lot. So like everybody was so dynamic. So I'm gonna talk about who was least dynamic because obviously we went on tangents about specific people, but we haven't on others. Uncle George. Um, and I'm oh, not because I took the, I took the BuzzFeed quiz and they gave me Uncle George because I like books. Um, but Uncle George didn't do anything for me and it could have been that they killed him so early and it yeah. could have been, I don't know. I'm a very toxic person and as far as TV is concerned, so I'm attracted to toxic characters and it could have been that Uncle George wasn't toxic enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> he really wasn't. Yeah. I mean, and we only found out that he was toxic a little bit to Hippolyta and he kind of did it unknowingly. I was just going to say that. He didn't even know. And he didn't even know because that was like a vision, wasn't it? Yeah. Like it was like a, I don't know. Another, it was another universe. Yeah. But she just kind of, in that universe, told him like, hey, like you was blocking my shine and he didn't realize it, but then he did realize it, but you know, he wanted to protect his wife. He thought that was more important than letting her shine um but yeah uncle george i don't know and folks love uncle george but i'm just like mm, i could do without him i think like you said i think that's because he was just that good <laughs> character and you, you just don't like that yeah <laughs> i mean but then he has some tea though too because when he was dying or when they were in that dream state at artem he was like he was thinking back to uh Dora and Tick's mom. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't even think about Hippolyta. So what? And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> so right he was now. a little messy too, in a little bit, in a little way. But he didn't have, there was no time to kind of dwell on that, especially since um, Dora was dead anyway. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Tick, I mean, obviously he's the anti hero. They did that really well. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I don't say I didn't care about Tick. I liked him in theory. Like, I liked the fact that he was the anti-hero. Like, you hated him, but you also wanted to see him do well. You wanted to see him survive. How do you um, hate him? Because he was just an asshole. 
He was an asshole to Letty. He yeah. didn't do nothing for Letty until the very end. Um, shit, he was an asshole to Gia. Um, literally until the last 30 minutes of the show. Um, he was an asshole to Montrose, but obviously he had reason to be. Um, yeah, he was just selfish. Um, and then after... Oh, and also just seeing, like, a black man be emotional emotional and kind of vulnerable in a way on TV. Obviously, you don't really see that mm-hmm. um, often. And so, like I said, I like him in theory, but I'm not upset that he's dead. Wow. <laughs> I know a lot of people are, but I'm just like... And I don't, that's not even no shade to Jonathan Majors because I think he's a phenomenal actor. I think he did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. It's just, as a character, I feel like, what is he contributing? I mean, if we <laughs> To be... the storyline. But maybe they wrote it that way. Yeah. Because realistically, everybody who really did the most shit and got the most shine and pretty much handled whatever situation was there and presented was the women of the show. Yeah. Which, like I said, it's a twofold thing. We always gotta save the fucking day. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we love seeing us be badass bitches on TV. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I... I uh, yeah, what characters do you feel like you could have did without? Who child? Um... And fucking D. Oh, my God. D, honestly, I just interrupted you. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, no, no. no. You fine. I'm going to let you think. No, no, no. Go, you go. I was, no, I'm going to say, I'm going to let you think, and yeah, I'm going to talk about D. Um, Look at some characters. D really fucked me up. Honestly, her character made me the most sad because... Why? Just the underlying theme of, like, black girls oh, yeah. and how we are looked at and looked upon and looked after or not at all because you I don't know for some reason society portrays black girls as adults even as little girls and think that they're strong and extraordinary as well and can handle all type of shit Mm -hmm. uh, at such a young age when they really can't and so like just seeing the breakdown of her innocence Mm-hmm. really fucked me up um and like I was happy that she killed Christina at the end but I was also upset because I was just like here's a little girl who experienced so much death and abandonment she couldn't even be a little girl right she had to give that up because she knew that, like, at the end of the day, I have to be the one, you know, now it's up to me kind of to protect my family as well mm-hmm. and make sure this shit don't happen because they obviously didn't finish the job. Right. So, yes, her character really fucked me up. I loved her, though. She was very strong. Oh, when she said, fuck you, pig. <laughs> it's Hippolyte, it's Greek. Right. <laughs> it Motherfucker. Yeah. Something. I don't know what she said. And she spit on his ass. Yes, like wow. Yeah, probably. Wow, my kids definitely finna be cussing police out. I hope the police uh-huh. are abolished by the time we have kids. Oh god. But if they are not, my kids definitely 
Well, I don't know. That might not be safe. But I don't know. <laughs> I, I hope to be able to raise kids that are not um, terrified of people in quote-unquote authority. And I actually have never... I was raised like that. I was raised to not really... I respect authority, but to a certain extent, and I don't know why. But yeah, I was just raised not to like... Because, I don't know, I was like in one of those, and I feel like everybody was kind of in one of those households where like if, if an adult does you wrong, you tell your parent, they gonna come and fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> So that already knew, like, my mama was going to have my back regardless. Yeah. You know, Pam ain't going to play that neither. (laughs) Yeah. So it kind of made me kind of just, like, anybody that's disrespecting me, I don't care how old you are. I'm like, my mom has literally cussed, my mom cussed out my great-grandmother on my dad's side because she said that I was bad. And my mom hates saying that children are bad. Yeah. Like, she's like, don't put that on them. So, I think my great-grandmother said I was bad, and she cussed her out. So, that, so at that point, I knew. Right. No, I'm good. I'm good then. I'm all right. Right. And I was, like, literally, like, six or seven. And she yeah. was like, oh, hell no. Nah. Get somebody in shit. Not granny. Right. <laughs> granny can catch these hands, hands too. too. Right. <laughs> character but i just didn't care that much for her and that was ruby like it it's only because no! <laughs> i mean okay and i get it like she felt hurt and betrayed by letty by what she did and i get the fact that letty is seen as the probably the cuter one of the bunch she's like why you why do i no, like I, you. I'm not saying that. That's how I'm sure she. No, I feel like you running through like all of the sympathetic reasons for Ruby. Like this is some bullshit, <laughs> but I know this is what y'all think. <laughs> like the points aren't valid. I just don't care much for her. Like mainly because in that moment, bro, you couldn't just. All right, sis, I get it. I get you feel this way, but nigga finna die. You fam, like you blood, like you actual blood. And you don't know this heifer. You don't know what she about. She's also Caucasian. Yes, she just sold you some shit. But at the same time, like, you know, we niggas, bro. We know where we was like, where we was at before this, all this. Like, they didn't like us. So, boom, boom. Get us this blood real quick. Do what you got to do. And then, you know, slide it to me. Couldn't even do that. Well, she tried, we think. So the thing is, so the reason why, and some people don't think she did. Yeah. Some people think she just like she said that, but she actually not did. They don't think she in a coma either. Huh? Like she's in a coma, or at least that's what we assume, because they showed the her in the bed, and then Christina said that she doesn't, she can't kill them all the way. She has to keep them alive a little bit. So, so some people think that she not dead and she just gave Christina some of her blood. I don't know. I just want a sis to be able to come through for the fam one time. When she dropped the ball, I was like, come on, bro. Like, 
But no, I I did like her. How I dealt with her cat, but I I do feel like at some point in time she started to get too addicted to that shit. Mm-hmm. Like she started to, and it's like she was fucking with the dude, the the, the brother part of it. I forget his name. Well, then she started fucking William? with Christina William? after that. It's like okay, so you. William wasn't her brother. It was just a man. It was just a man? Yeah. I thought it was supposed to be her brother. No. Um, he was a... She's why I don't rewatch. That's the thing is, I miss Yeah. Else. No, he was just a... He was in, like, the Order of Adam, I think. And then they didn't like him for some reason, so they killed him. Oh, uh, I thought I was yeah. supposed to be her brother. No. She didn't have... She didn't have any brothers. Because if she had brothers, then the brother would have took over. Right. You're and right. that was the whole thing. You're her right. daddy wouldn't let her take over because she was a woman. You're correct. Um... Yeah, so I was like, okay, you fucking with this dude, and once you find out it's Christina, now you, all right, you know what I'm saying? And it's, it's like she was just trying to do whatever she could just to be around her and be around them. Like, she mm-hmm. didn't even, so I don't know, but then at the same time, maybe I was, maybe I started to become her family, and maybe she started to see or get, receive things from them as opposed of what she was getting from her actual family. Yeah. But I don't know. I just thought she could have pulled through for the fam. Yeah. I think that was interesting, though. I think that's why I liked Ruby, because she was a... um, You didn't know which way she was going to go. And I think that made her really interesting um, as a character. And who else I didn't fucking need, but they actually added to the story was... Fucking ditzy and sits. I don't know what the fuck them. Topsy and Bobsy. God damn. I didn't need to see them. Yeah, they were scary as fuck. Good God. And then you said they were like Beyonce dancers? Yeah, or? they're actual dancers. One of them is, was, has worked with Beyonce. And then the other one, um, I've seen her on Instagram. But yeah, she's also like a pretty uh accomplished dancer as well and i actually want to watch that episode again because i was so scared of them that i like i saw them dancing but i was so scared that i was like half watching it and i want to go back and like just watch them dance again and like because they was like they were jigging right they was getting it but i was so terrified that i was like i can't watch i cannot enjoy this at all like the fucking makeup on oh my god yeah they did that they oh over, my they god! They overdid the pickaninnies, though. I tell you that. Good yeah. God, they make them scary as hell. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, and then the other, even the um second episode was picking a scary. Wasn't the episode where um that was the third episode with the ghost? Yeah, the third episode. Yeah, I watched that, and a lot of people said that. Well, I don't say a lot of people. The uh, a review I watched, listened to today, they said that was the best episode. I like that episode a lot. Um. But like I said, that was another episode that I was halfway watching because I was scared. Like, I did not want to see them mutilated black people. That yeah. was really tripping me out. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I can't do it. But um, but the acting, that was great. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, my God. So another thing, too, that I wanted to, like, briefly touch on just about black shows and black media and the production aspect of it I I don't know where I was looking like I said I've just been in kind of a Lovecraft wormhole um Lovecraft country wormhole and they talked about the costume designer it was a review I was listening to Mm -hmm. and they said her name and I really thought the costume designer was a black person because why wouldn't we is a white woman (laughs) I was 
so depressed. HBO was like, listen, we got to have one of oh us in there. Oh my goodness. We so have to like, have one of us in there right. somehow. So this is what I would like to see. Especially, and and that's like, she did those fucking costumes. Yeah, no mistakes, no errors were made. Period. Oh, right. Period. I want black people in production. Yeah. Like, I mean, even having a black show showrunner, I think, was kind of... It's not new for HBO, but it's still new. Like, I think, maybe. Maybe not. I think white people have stopped trying to produce black shows or write black shows, write black people, I yeah. think. But who knows? Um, but just in the, like, production, especially because, like... One thing that I really hate about TV and movies, especially when majority of the cast are white and, you know, Netflix, this is my, one of my favorite games to play, is like, how is Netflix going to meet the diversity quota? <laughs> that is my one of my favorite games to play when watching a Netflix original. Because <laughs> they're going to have one black person, one Latin person, one Asian person, and the black person might be gay, so then they meet the gay quota. <laughs> right. And it's I literally mean, like you can literally see them checking off the boxes right. as they make the I show. Mean, please everybody. Yes, and it's so inorganic. Yeah. But you know, I still watch it anyway. Um But yes, when they have these characters of where the where the, the main characters are white and the black characters are looking a hot mess in hair and makeup because they aren't hiring black people to do hair and makeup for the black people. Or you have a black, you know, centered show and the costume designers are white women. Like, why? There are black costume designers. Let's, these are the type of jobs that, you know, and fields that we want to break into. But, you know, the film industry is so hard to break into. It's very basically, who do you know? Right. Um, and then those people stay in those jobs till they die. <laughs> so you barely going to get that chance. Um, so definitely I really wish that there were black costume designers. I mean, I kind of felt the same way with Black is King. That's just an aside, like all of this pro-blackness in this entire production and like you had to wear some white people's clothing. It just really upset me. And it could just be me as a fashion designer, but I was just like, you were almost there. Yeah. No, I get that. (laughs) We were almost there. Right. Um, I feel like every, if it's something that's black, everybody that's touching it right now should be black. Right. And like maybe, at, at least in some aspects, she could have, like, I want the, I want the, I want the person whose name and gets the credit to be black. But of course you're going to have different assistants and like mm-hmm. the best people for the job and this, and that, and a third. Um, but I mean, black people are in these fields just as much as white people as far as editing, um, set design, um, mm. just like the basics of production. Like we're in, we're American, so <laughs> we're doing everything. Right. <laughs> so, and, but it, we have to be given the opportunity so that we can continue to grow and grow our craft and have these opportunities to be in these like large scale and successful productions. Yeah. So that's definitely what I want to see. Um, and I hope we'll get there. And it's not even to be like, segre- I don't, I was going to say separatist or segregational, like, oh, I, all black production, all like, like, no, it's just, if it's a show that's about that, 
it just makes more sense sense. to me in theory like if it's a show about some random shit which i want to see a black show that's just about some random shit and not so much about being about the black experience specifically Mm -hmm. then i'd be like okay whoever yeah let's go it's a normal everyday production but since this shit is never on normal everyday productions let's be intentional about how it's made as well as yeah, the content. Because when, when we first saw it, we were like, oh, why did it have to be set right now? Like, in this time of period. Like, we tired of seeing right. us get, like I said, mistreated all the damn time. We going through that still today. So why we want to go, why we, we trying to break away and escape that. Yeah. We need to, you know what I'm saying? That's why we watching these shows to escape. But exactly. At the same time. You can't. When it's good. Right. You can't deny it. You can't deny it. Yeah. And that's just definitely our hope and we'll we'll talk about that more in the future just like ways in which black people can be portrayed in the media um in a different setting that is not centered on trauma and racism um it's i don't know where where it's coming from i I don't want to have to write it i will (laughs) (laughs) but that's what my hope and dream is. I hope I feel like that's I feel like we're getting to that. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're getting to that place. But yeah, I think that's it for the first episode of Infandelity. Mm-hmm. We hope uh that you join us again. Recommendations. Do you have any recommendations for TV. Obviously, watch Lovecraft Country if you have not. Watch P Valley if you have not. Um, oh, recommendations for me. What show did you say I should watch? Snowfall. Snowfall. <laughs> yeah, Snowfall. It's not on Netflix. Is it on Netflix? No, for it's Hulu? not on Netflix. Yeah, see, that's another thing, too. Or what? Greenleaf. I started Greenleaf. Did you? Where I you started on when you was watching it. I mean, I didn't start it, but I was uh, watching it when you was watching it. I forgot Greenleaf to Greenleaf my show. Greenleaf. Or The Office. Even though that's Caucasian. <sighs> Brent always gonna give me these nigga shows. No, <laughs> <laughs> good and well. But listen, you like mess, and Greenleaf is do, full I of mess. Like mess. Let me tell you, Greenleaf is like full mess. of mess. If Matt watched it, watched it? But he watched it, have and have not, so... It don't really count because that's like bottom barrel. It's a soap opera. But he watched that just uh, almost for shits and giggles. Like he yeah. know it ain't good. Yeah. He just watched it because he know it ain't good. So Greenleaf is good mess. Yes. You know all. You know Black Church. Ain't it a Tyler mess. Perry production? No, it's it's Oprah, his best friend. Also Tyler Perry production. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Okay. But. And my recommendation for you, I'll beat you over the head with this. So I would say Elite. Okay, yeah. I, I That's another show that I tried to watch. I know, and you keep falling asleep on it. I kept falling asleep. I'm going to watch it. I, I, yeah. I think, I think. Or, my, uh, oh. or Avatar. <sighs> Why do we sound like it's going to pain us to watch? Uh, Anime just it honestly okay so and I'm gonna tell you the truth I'm not even gonna lie I did not pay attention to the first season of Avatar and really the second until the last episode of the second season now I know what happened 
but I did not pay attention. But I don't know. The drama really popped off. Shit really popped off that last episode of second season. And I was all fucking in. Um, and, and I mean, the episodes are short. They're like 30 minutes um, or less. And there's like 16-ish type episodes in every season. So really eight episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like I said, the themes of that show, <sighs> sickening. Um, yes, it's the themes. It's the themes. And the characters too. And they're so funny. Like, at Legend, so I really enjoyed Legend of Korra more than I enjoyed Avatar. I know that's like blasphemous to say. I know people would kill me, um, but <laughs> for that, but uh, Legend of Korra I enjoyed more, and I think it was because the characters are older, um, and it was more so in that like teen drama sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but that show they really had me laughing, like they had a grown ass black woman nowhere near this world. Cackling. Yeah, I definitely heard you were here. Right, and I was just like, "Why am I laughing at this shit?" (laughs) But it was funny. It was cute in a funny way. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I would say Avatar. If you can't do Elise. Okay. Have you tried? Have you tried um Money Heist? Um, I have, but I need to try it again. Okay. Kind of, they have similar characters. Yeah, they have some of the same actors. Yeah. Yeah. So I will. Oh, how many? How many seasons is Greenleaf? Three, I think. How many episodes? Oh, child, don't give me the line. Oh my god, it ain't that bad. It's really. So should I watch bad. Money Heist or should I watch? Yeah, I think Greenleaf is on Netflix too. Okay, we'll see. I don't know. Well, money. I don't know either one. Okay. Greenleaf or Money Heist? Greenleaf got some mess. So, okay. yeah. Okay. We shall see. I'm going to give black people a chance. Right. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. I'm going to give niggas a chance. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for us. Oh, my God. It's 1130. I don't know. It's late. Oh, my God. Okay. Good night. <laughs>